Welcome to Holy Savior Sermons, bringing you the weekend sermons given at Holy Savior Church. Hey, this morning we continue our series, God and Money. Why do we talk about God and money? Well, God is probably the obvious one, right? Because we're here in church. So you kind of think if you're in church, you're going to talk about God. And money, well, when we talk about money, a lot of times we hear money, especially from the guy that's up front, you know, we, we kind of cringe a little bit, don't we? And, and we've maybe heard those times where when we talk about God and money in the church, it's all about what? Give more. Give more and more and more. Well, the reason we talk about God and money, we talked about this last week, is because we have a relationship with God and we have a relationship with money. And the relationship we have with God and money can sometimes be in conflict with each other, but can also be a complementary relationship. And that's the reason that Jesus often talked about money. And even though the scripture we have here today is not directly about money, it's about following Jesus, again, that relationship we have with money and God or following Jesus can be complementary or sometimes it can be in conflict with each other. So here's a question to kind of think about what we talked about last week. The question is this, how does your desire for security, happiness, and fulfillment, if you were here last week, we talked about that, security, happiness, and fulfillment, how does that reflect on how you spend, save, and share? As you ponder that, you know, the one thing that we've been doing every week that we've been here, and I don't know if you grabbed one or if you brought one from last week, the last two weeks we had those little tiny white cards, and on those white cards it gives you the opportunity to think about where you're at in two key words, willingness and ability. How willing we are, willing means, you know, we want to do something, we desire to do something, and ability means we have the power, the resources to do something. You know, as we talked about that last week, we said, like, daylight saving, you know. I don't know if you were willing to get up, you know, an extra hour early, and most everyone's shaking their heads, no. I still hear people a week later grumbling about daylight saving. I'm there with you. But, you know, that, that sense of willingness, am I willing to do this, whether I have the ability or not? Or I have the ability to do it, but I don't really want to do it. Well, let's take a look here at the text. Jesus, again, has got people gathered around, and he's talking about what it means to follow him. And he says these words here in Luke 14. Let's read together. Suppose you want to build a tower. Would you first sit down and figure out what it cost? I mean, so Jesus is using very basic kind of, you know, monetary money, business kind of things. If you're going to build a tower, you're going to do what first? You know, figure out, like, do I, am I willing to do it? Yes. Do I have the ability to do it? I don't know either. I don't hear that voice. If I said, I said, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's part of the idea of putting a plan together. So today we're going to get really practical when we talk about God and money. Because, again, it, it's a relationship that we have with both God and, and money. And especially under the current economic condition that we're in. When groceries has gone up more than 4% this like past month. Maybe you haven't experienced that. I was just waiting like for a chocolate. Everything's gotten more expensive. We're going to talk about this one word. It's in a word that, that, that'll make some of you cringe and others of you will like salivate. So you can decide which way you are. Are you cringing or salivating? Because roughly 55% of you will probably cringe. And, and then about 60% of you will, well, I don't know if you salivate, but you're like, okay, it's the basic, it's necessary. And that word is a word we call budget. 
So let's define budget real quick. A budget is a what? It's a plan. That's all that it is. It's just simply a plan. And some of you who love to budget, who kind of salivate, you probably have, you know, like your home budget is a 40-page document. <laughs> Every penny is accounted for. You know, you go to the grocery store and you, you dock it all. I mean, that's not me, by the way. It's not me. Others of you say, a budget? Well, I have money and I spend money. Well, that's my budget. And roughly 55% of us, you know, don't have a budget and, and, and 56% of us um, really have no idea what we spent this last week or this last month. And so we're going to get in a little more practical understanding what this means. Because again, it, it ties into this idea that Jesus is giving. Look, you've got to understand what it means to follow me. Now, when it says follow me, again, sometimes what we hear is, now you should need to give it all to the church. You know, we're going we're gonna to pass the plate again and, and keep putting money in there. But you know, you can do that if you want. But when we think about our gifts, the resources that God gives us, you know, the money, the income we have, and how we spend it, it is wrapped into how we see the resources we have and how we follow Jesus. Let's put it this way here. Budgeting tells your money where to go instead of you wondering where it went. I don't remember who said that, but I heard that somewhere else or something like that, so it's a paraphrase. Budgeting tells you money where to go instead of wondering where it went. Again, 56% of us don't know where it went. And again, I don't stand up here as one who has that 30 or 40 page budget that counts every penny. I don't like to budget, but I do. And I've been re-budgeting because groceries and things have been more expensive and rethinking how things work. And I, I'm sometimes that 56% that says, I'm not sure exactly how it went because I didn't live by my budget this last week or this last month. Um, and other times I know exactly where things are at. So I'm in the middle. So you can sit up there either one, say, I need to do a better job, and I do. Or you can get up there and at least say, at least he's not perfect. All right, so really quick, let's talk about budgeting again. Two basic words to talk about when we talk about budgeting. These two key words here, income and expenses. You have money coming in and money going out. And sometimes it feels like you have money coming in and a money going out. But we talk about income and expenses. So what, what is income? Well, income is, you know, the money that's coming in. One of the ways that we get income is our paycheck. I don't know why I picked these guys here because they had vest on and hard hats and they just kind of look like cool guys. Um, you know, whatever your income is, you know, your salary, what you get paid, that's the money coming in. It's dependable, hopefully, that you're getting paid. And that paycheck, whether it's once a month, whether it's every two weeks, twice a month, you know, that money comes in. Whether you're paid hourly or paid a salary, that's the money coming in. And that other guy, oh my goodness, I'm not sure why he's up there even. That's not what's on her screen, but that's what's on our screen. Ah, technical difficulties. Well, what was supposed to be there, let's go back and see if this will work this time. No, it won't work. <laughs> Well, there's this guy, at least it's nothing really weird. There's supposed to be this girl on a computer, you know, and I was going to talk about side hustles. <laughs> okay. He's watering the money tree. It, that, you know, that, that is, um, you know, that my dad would say that to me when I, I'd ask him, like, can I have a little bit of money to go out with my friends? He'd say, what do you think? I am the Bank of America. I told him yes once. <laughs> and only once. And I, I moved quickly. <laughs> the cocky things teenagers do. Um, the other image was supposed to be someone who 
clicking away to computer. Just talk about side hustles. It's like a side hustle is another way. In fact, a growing number of us have some kind of side hustle. Another way, we're trying to generate more money coming in. So you get your regular job, a side hustle. Now, there's other things that come up every once in a while. Like, you know, I don't know, you, you, you get a gift from grandma. You know, you open the car, look, grandma sent me some money. You know, that's probably not dependable. Maybe it is. Maybe grandma sends you a card every day. You know, or, you know, you walk along and you find a $20 bill that somebody lost just wrapped around a tree because it was windy yesterday. And you're like, oh, $20. You know, really cool. Not a dependable source of income that we have. So I like the idea of watering. Boy, I don't know. That'd be kind of cool. A little garden, water the money, watch it sprout, you know. <laughs> so our income. Again, you... <laughs> I just... I don't know what else is going to come up. <laughs> expenses. Let's move to expenses. So we have money coming in and we have expenses. We have expenses. There's three areas that we really look on expenses. That is spend, save, and share. Not original to me. That's a pretty standard kind of way of talking about things. But let's talk about spending. That's the best part about having money, right? Spending. Do you agree? I know there's some of you who like to save. Uh, but a lot of us, I mean, even if you save, you, you, you have to spend. Because there are spending that are what? Needs. Things that we need. Basic things we need. Like we need food. Oh, he's up here again. I, you know, this water guy's going to keep showing up. Yeah, Mona's back there. And if you look, there's a cheat sheet that I have. The next slide coming up. What's supposed to be there is a guy with a grocery cart running through the grocery store thinking he's going to get his money faster. And those guys are back up again. I, 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 um, okay. So basic things we need. That means my cool picture won't come up. Oh, now I'm disappointed. Okay, basic things you need. You need food, right? This slides may not work very well, so we're just going to keep talking. We need food. I don't mean, food doesn't always mean you have a big steak, you know, but you need food. One of the other things you need is you need a roof over your head. You need a home. These guys are not your home, but I guess they're building your home. <laughs> you need, a, you know, somewhere to live. Now, some of us get to live, you know, in maybe an apartment. When you're first starting out as a young couple, a lot of times you live in apartments. You know, my wife and I, we first started out. You know, we live in an apartment in, in the, the Portland area in Clackamas and then moved on to the seminary, you know, lived in an apartment, you know, lived in a house for one year in Ohio. They called it the Vicarage. It used to belong to the pastor, but they built him a nicer house. Also had to take care of the park because the church had a park. It's our back door. You know, but eventually, you know, we, we owned a house. It was nice. You know, in whatever that roof over your head is, if you're an old Saturday Night Live fan, you remember when they talked about living in a van down by the river, you know, um, well, you have a place to live. I wonder what's going to come up next. All right, next. That's not what I wanted. This swiggy line. Um, I wonder what I did. <laughs> it was supposed to be a car. You need transportation. This is great. That's what's on Mona's screen. That's not what we have. <laughs> a car. And again, you know, what kind of car do you get? I mean, I've got a couple cars because I still have my daughter's car, which I need to get rid of. It's kind of rusty and falling apart. But it's better than my car, which is rustier and older. How old is that car? 30 years old? And my wife has a car, which I'm driving right now because my car doesn't work. It just sits there. But she needs transportation. You know, again, 
when I was, you know, going to college, transportation, especially when I went away to college, was a bus, unless I borrowed somebody's car. And there was this girl that moved off campus because she graduated before I did, and she decided to move off campus far enough away that by car it was 30 minutes. You know how long it took her the bus? Like an hour plus. I sit on that bus, and I would study Greek. I'd parse Greek. Still didn't get it, <laughs> even after doing that. Yeah, but she needs transportation. So we talk about there are basic things that we need. You know, we, we need to have clothes, right? You know, and we, we need food. We, we need a place to live. We need, you know, be able to take care of ourselves medically. You know, sometimes some of us need some medications, or we need to go see the doctor because, you know, we're sick. Basic needs. Now, we spend on needs. We also spend on, let's go see what's coming to come up, wants. Right now, it's just blank. That's good. <laughs> there are things that we want. They are not the needs. They are the things we want. Now, let's see if this next slide comes up. All right, this one worked. Yes. This is a want for James Irwin. This is a Shelby GT500. This is a Mustang. This is not a cheap car. This is not a rusty old car sitting in my driveway that I haven't fixed yet. This would be like a want. Do I need a car? I need a car. Do I need a GT500? No. No, no, I don't. I wish I did. I, I mean, I'd love to say, yeah, I'm going to make that car payment. That's great. It'd be great. It'd be fun. You're moving down the road here. I'll probably get in trouble that way, wouldn't I? How many times do I see those lights flashing behind me? Well, I, want, I needed the car. I don't want the ticket officer. But, you know, things that we need and things that we want. What are the things that we want? Let's see what works out here. Ooh, that one worked. You know, I mean, not to pick, I love coffee, but you know those foo-foo coffee drinks and things like that? And again, it's okay to have something on occasion, but, but sometimes we feel like we need this every single day. And depending on our budget and our income, those are the things that we don't really necessarily need. Do you really need that, I call it foo-foo coffee drink, you know, Fappuccino kind of thing? I mean, do you really need that to survive? No, I mean, it, it may be a small want, but it is a want. It's not a GT500 want. All right, some other things that maybe we want versus what we need. Oh, you guys are back again. <laughs> and you're kind of twisted and contorted. You know, for those who are listening to the podcast, you guys have no idea. But originally, you know, these guys were construction-looking guys, and they keep showing up. It was supposed to be fashionable clothes. So I'm not just talking about like, hey, did you go to Target, you know, or Walmart, you know, or Kohl's? Are you buying those pair of jeans that cost like $250, you know? And that shirt that cost you, my shirt did not cost me $150. This is an Amazon shirt. It cost me like $25, which even for me, I'm just like, I hate spending money. You know, the, the, it'd be fashionable. I mean, sometimes we get caught up in this idea, and in, especially in America, commercials tell us to look really, to be really good, to look really, really good, you got to have this. And again, it's okay to have clothes. It's okay to have nice clothes. And again, you look at your own amount of income coming in, and maybe there's one set of nice clothes versus like everything I have is new. And every year I clear out the wardrobe and fill it in again. Needs and wants. Okay, here's another one. Let's see what comes up. That is not... That, we can just leave that up here. You know, the middle one there was supposed to be a gigantic yacht. I mean, like... you. And your screen is a yacht. My screen is percentage with an arrow. 
But you got it, yeah, because you know, you may want to take a break. You may need to take a break. You may need to take a vacation. North Americans, we are terrible compared to the rest of the world about taking time away. But time to be with family, time to rest and rejuvenate is really good. But taking that gigantic cruise, especially if we take that gigantic cruise, though my wife and I were talking about that the other day, it'd be kind of fun taking a cruise, um, is, is it a need or a want? We need to get away. We need a break. We need time to be with family and friends to rest. But is that a need or a want? You know, that cruise, especially if you slip it on the credit card and you take, you know, years to pay it off. Needs and wants. And again, this is where we get into being willing and able. And we think about, you know, what it means to follow Jesus. That, that sometimes what gets in the way is we struggle between those needs and wants. And what is that priority in our lives and how our money begins to control us versus us, you know, telling our money where it's going to go. So we have spend. The other, these are all S words. The other is save. I don't know what's going to come up anymore. We talk about saving money because, you know, we need to save money too. And again, most of us are not really good at saving money. Some of you are, you know, and and I read some things that say you should save like 20% or 30% of your income. And I'm like, I'm not there yet. I might get there in 30 years. I'm not there yet. Yet. I keep working on it, though. All right, let's see what comes up next. You guys, you don't even, wow. All right, I'm going to tell you what was supposed to be up there instead of the flower watering guy and the percentage honey again. The other was this couple that looked like they were maybe about 67 years old, saving for retirement. You know, one of the things, you know, we think about it, it is good to plan for retirement. Because part of that saving for retirement, planning for retirement, whether you've got a pension or 401k or a 403b or a Roth IRA or whatever it is you're doing for that, and whatever you're able to do for that is you can flower plants, water plants like this guy. No, you, you, as you retire, I mean, it's part of making one, you're sure you're okay, but planning ahead, saving for those things that are coming up. And also is how you maybe are enabled to serve later on, too, because it's not just your money. It's, it's your, your time and your talents you offer in that. But retirement, oh, the other thing that was supposed to be up there was the yacht. Because they say it's okay to go on a cruise, but especially if you say, look, we're going to go on this cruise, but we're going to save up so we can pay cash for it. Might put it on the credit card, but we have the cash to pay for it. So that's what my wife and I said. You know, we've been saving money for a trip. What kind of trip might we take? It could be a cruise, it could be this. Do we have enough money to pay for that? What's the best way to pay for that? And then, you know, there's the, the, there's the short-term kind of savings, and then there's the long-term savings. Maybe something further down the road that you're planning for, that you're saving for. I'm afraid to see what's going to come up next. Next. Share. So, spend, save, share. You know, we're, we talk about sharing, being generous with the resources God has given us. And now let's put the screen up. Let's something. Oh, these guys are supposed to be here this time. Finally, you guys are in the right spot. The reason I had the guy watering is because I thought he's helping things grow. And so as we share, we're, we're helping to share the, for the resources that God has given us. And the percentage point is up there because I like talking about percentage giving versus like an amount, especially when it comes to, to budgeting. Especially under the current environment, especially if, if your income maybe is up and down, like in retirement right now, you know, if your retirement, if you had investments, your retirement is going like, you know, or if you're someone that's working and you've gotten laid off or you had to start a new job. The nice thing about percentage giving, and then years ago back in Omaha, there was a couple, they retired, they're just a neat couple. 
and it had been so committed to being so generous in how they shared, but in retirement, they felt bad because, you know, their goal was always to tithe, and they're like, well, we're not able to really give like we used to give, but as they looked at percentage giving, you know, they were actually giving more percentage-wise in retirement than they were in their working years, and the nice thing about percentage giving, too, and, and one of the things that we've given a challenge up before, is to challenge folks, if you think about sharing, you know, maybe even to share like 1%. If you're sharing nothing, move up to 1%. If you're sharing 2%, if you're sharing 1%, give up to 2%, 2% up to 3%. You know, think about where you're at being regular and committed in that sharing of your resources. And again, it's not just your financial resources. It is sharing all the resources that God has given you, you know, from those who can help volunteer and lead worship and help with the tech stuff. I don't know the screen. You have nothing to do with that. You just are not working with me today. All right. Next slide. Okay. That's what it should be. Now we're on a roll. So again, if you have that card, it's not just mentally in your head. Think about this. Uh, the reason, again, to talk about budgeting is we talk about God and money is that it really is about a relationship we have with God and money. And boy, that was a fast-paced walk through budgeting. Uh, you can go online and look up Dave Ramsey or somewhere else. You can do more about budgeting. You can do budgeting the old school way through pen and paper, you know, through a spreadsheet. You know, there's apps, all kinds of things you can do with that. My encouragement, if you don't budget, if you're that 55% that don't budget, it, there's probably value in doing so. I, one of the reasons I like to do so is because ultimately... I want to make sure that I can share, and that's where I start out with, is how do I share? How can I share beyond just with Holy Savior, you know, and support, you know, a missionary, and support not just my daughter as a missionary, but several other missionaries? Maybe not a whole lot, but how do we do that? And then, you know, how do I look at, you know, where I have needs and wants, and what really is a want to a need? Yeah, the GT500, that shall be, mm, that is definitely a want. That is not a need. But what do I do need, you know? And sometimes I can say, Lord, um, I really didn't need this. I wanted it, so I spent the money. But willing and able. So as we do this, we, all this is really kind of going on, this relationship we have with God and money. Am I willing and am I able? Am I willing to spend, save, and share? Am I willing to take a look at the resources God has given me? Am I able to do that? Am I able to share? Because maybe right now you say, I don't know if I'm able to share. I want to share. I want to share, you know, more of what God has given me to support the ministry of Holy Savior, to support a missionary, to, you know, support, like, the, the, the food pantries here in Lincoln. But I'm not able to right now because I don't know where my money's going. I'm overwhelmed right now with, with debt, and I, I'm barely covering the basic needs. So the reason we take a look at this relationship we have with God and money, and today we're focusing on that, that money part especially, and how that can influence our relationship with God, and how able we are to serve Him with the gifts that He's given us. So willing and able. Take a moment again. Think about where you place yourself at. Is it different than you were last week, the week before? You know, and maybe where is it that you want to be? As we talk about growing in Jesus and sharing His love here at Holy Savior, Holy Savior, we talk about, you know, that ability for us to grow in Jesus and the resources God gives us through his word and his spirit. So I want to give us a question to kind of ponder and think through in this relationship with God and money. And this is kind of going back over the last two weeks and bringing in to today's um, reflection on his word. And the question is this, 
How does my desires for security, happiness, and fulfillment reflect on how I spend, save, and share? Question to ponder. Question to think about. A question to do some self-evaluation. And do that relationally. With your relationship with God and money. Let's pray. Lord God, we give you thanks and praise for the gift of your amazing grace and love. Lord, if we're honest... There are things that, you know, we chase after, money and materials that sometimes get in the way of our relationship with you. And in many ways, Lord, they can shape our relationship with you. We're thankful, Lord, that you are a God of grace, a God of love and mercy. We pray that that is what shapes our relationship with you, our relationship with one another, and our relationship with the resources that you've given us. We pray this, Jesus, in your name. Amen. For more information about Holy Savior, including service times and location, please visit holysavior.org. Thanks for listening, and until next time, God bless.